This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at 5. 30 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. Are we getting a wall or are we not getting a wall? What's the Biden administration doing here? Are we doing a wall or are we not doing a wall? What's happening? What's going on? Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Just a programming note for you tonight at 6 o'clock. My buddy Michael Pelka, Stunt Brain, will be taking over for me. I have another uh, listener dinner tonight with some of our uh, wonderful Zioli Army members who gave generously to the Travis Mannion Foundation. So I've got to get out of here at six so I can make dinner and not make dinner, but I mean arrive at the restaurant in time for dinner. And then Opelka will be coming on, but he's got a big guest coming up in the six o'clock hour. Dinesh D'Souza himself will be here. Uh, they're going to talk about his new movie, Police State, which is coming out, which looks fantastic. So make sure you stick around and tune in for Opelka tonight at 6 p.m., okay? And I'll be uh, I'll say hello to everybody for you at the Travis Manning Foundation little get together tonight. Uh, are we getting a wall? Are we not getting a wall? That's the question. What are we doing? What are we doing? What, what's happening with all this? And Biden says I'm being forced to build the wall. This is what Joe Biden said today in the Oval Office. He's being forced to build it, but he doesn't want to build it. And he doesn't believe that walls work. This whole thing is a is a is a freaking mess. So let's go through some 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 audio for you, shall we? And let's understand what's happening. Um, uh, first of all, let me get the uh, correct uh, cut sheet that I have in my formerly pangolin-stained fingers, wherever it is. Oh, I don't know where the hell it is. All right, Matt DeSantis, give me a clip. Throw me something. Give me anything. Something. All right, you mentioned Biden talking about the border wall. Here he is. Do you believe the border wall works? No. Okay. That's it. Nope. And get out, everybody. Get out. Get out. Get the hell out. Go. Leave. Unbelievable. And then uh, the question was, of course, does the president believe that a border wall works? This was an exchange with Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre. And this is, I believe, uh, the guy from NBC News confused about the construction of a border wall. Um, cut 15. If the border wall is ineffective, why is the Homeland Security Secretary saying that it's necessary to prevent unlawful entries into the United States? I have not seen that full that full statement. It's I know. I, I, I hear you. I'm just saying I've not seen that full his full statement uh, on that. What I can t- speak to is for the president. The president has been very clear that he doesn't believe it's a, it's effective. He answered that question of your colleague. That's what I can speak to. That's what we're going to talk about. And we've actually said there are smarter ways and more effective ways 
ways in dealing with this. How? What are the ways? What are the ways? She goes on about technology and other nonsense like that. Yeah, you know what? I'm sorry, but I I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. So then Biden comes out and says, uh, I've got to build this. I, I, I can't stop it. Cut 13. So one question on the border wall. The border wall, the money was appropriated for the border wall. I tried to get them to reappropriate, to redirect that money. They didn't. They wouldn't. And in the meantime, there's nothing under the law other than they have to use the money for what was appropriate. I can't stop that. I can't stop that, he says. I can't stop that. And then she was asked today, the White House fembot, you know, how can you say that Biden's not breaking the promise? When he said there'd be no more wall, even though there's going to be more wall. Cut 16. How can you say that he's not breaking that promise? Well, what I can say is that there's a law that the DHS is com- is complying with. We believe in the rule of law, and that's what we're moving forward to with. This was decided, as you just said, in 2019. I believe there was a different president in 2019, right? That was a, a Republican president who actually pushed this forward. The Republican leadership pushed this forward. And so now we're complying by the law. Let's not forget, this was six months ago. This was out there six months ago. I know you guys are asking me about this now, but this was actually not new, and this was done six months ago. Uh Uh-huh. Let me tell you what's really happening here. The border crisis is such a freaking mess that the president of the United States is reviving, reviving Donald Trump's signature infrastructure project. That's what's happening. And it sometimes seems that journalists are determined to invert cause and effect when reporting on this stuff. But let's not mistake ourselves here. They are now reviving the border wall. You know why they're doing this now? Because it's such a freaking mess down there. But 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 uh, but instead of Biden owning this, think of how far the Democrat Party has come on this issue. There was a time when every candidate who ran for office, every Democrat said they wanted a wall. You remember this? Every Democrat. Hell, Hillary Clinton even said she wanted a border wall. But then they went from that to being the party of open borders. So in order to make sure that the base doesn't lose their freaking mind, what's happening here is that they are now building the wall, but saying that they have no choice to build the wall because they they uh, they have the money and they have to do it. Do you I mean, do you believe that this they appropriate money for things all the time that never happened? They never come to fruition. The Secretary of Homeland Security has determined pursuant to law that it is necessary to waive certain laws, regulations, and other legal requirements in order to ensure the expeditious construction of barriers and roads in the vicinity of the international land border in Starr County, Texas. The plan is to build at least 20 miles of new border barriers along the Rio Grande, an area Congress in 2019 designated as a vital crossing point. And appropriated $1.38 billion for the construction of a border wall to close. But the Biden administration didn't want to do that. They didn't want to go forward with it, so they dragged their feet. But now what they're doing is they're waving, ready? No fewer than 26 federal laws, including the Clean Air Act, the Safe Drinking Water Act, and the Endangered Species Act, among others, to construct the additional miles of wall with all due alacrity. Given the administration's sensitivity to criticism from the left flank, this is not an initiative the White House would pursue if it had a choice. Moreover, the administration's decision opens it up to the charge of hypocrisy, given the president's categorical denunciation of the very concept of a border wall. This is what Biden said in 2019. He wrote an op-ed in 2019 condemning the border wall as racist. He said the following, quote, It's imperative that we secure our borders, but build the wall is a slogan divorced from reality. 
He condemned Trump's racist policies toward the Latinx population. By the way, nobody says Latinx who's Latin. Building the wall, he wrote, was a waste of time and money. It would not stop asylum seekers fleeing north, nor would it reduce the undocumented population, most of whom overstay legal visas. Then, Biden doubled down in his opposition to the construction of new border barriers once he secured the Democratic presidential nomination. Quote, in an August 2020 interview with then-NPR reporter Lula Garcia Navarro, there will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration, the president said. What about land confiscations? She asked him. Biden responded indignantly. And, 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 stop, done, over, not going to do it, withdraw the lawsuits, we're out, we're not going to confiscate the land. Biden's vice president was no less unequivocal in her rejection of a border wall as a remedy to rampant border crossing. Kamala Harris said that Trump's wall was little more than a medieval vanity project and a complete waste of taxpayer money that won't make us any safer. Biden's fellow Democrats were just as unequivocal. Nancy Pelosi, the vampiric one, called the project an immorality that was likely an expression of Trump's uh, egomaniacal, uh, egomaniac animus towards Hispanics. Anyone who supports this is supporting racism, said Pete Buttigieg in 2019. Congressman Adam Smith called the wall a physical manifestation of Trump's xenophobia and racism. And yet, here we are now going forward with the wall, but saying that it's not my fault, I have to do it. Do you believe that for a second? That I, I, have, to, I have to do this? I, I have no choice but to go forward with the wall? Does anybody, does anybody believe this nonsense? The, li- the lies that are told by these people, the absolute friggin' lies that are told by these people, one day, one day after declaring an immediate need for a border wall in the face of Biden's repeated campaign promises, KJP says, the fembot, we believe... Not going to work. Cut 14. Help with the situation in Texas? We believe that a border wall is not effective. You heard that from the president when your colleague Selena asked him directly. He said, we don't believe it's effective. Uh Uh-huh. We don't believe it's effective. We don't believe it's effective. We don't believe it's effective. But you're doing it. And you're waiving 26 federal laws to get it done. 26. Well, the problem, of course, for Democrats is that as the open border party of chaos and lawlessness who are allowing now people to stream over the border as an invasion of the southern border of the United States of America and everything that's happening here, every single thing that's happening. They want this to keep going. They want this to occur. So then the question is, why is Biden actually doing this? The answer is so that when Gavin Newsom runs for president, ultimately, or whoever the Democrat is, they can say that they're doing something about the border because they know it's a political loser for them. They don't want to do this, but they 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 have to do this. They know this is a political loser. What's happening at the border is something everybody sees. You know, again, all the people that were angry about Kevin McCarthy losing his job because, you know, how, how, how should anybody ever lose their job in America? You should have a job for life, obviously. So when Kevin McCarthy lost his job, among the, uh, the, the gnashing of teeth was the, Wait, we're taking focus away from the border crisis. No, you're not. Everybody sees it. Everybody knows what's going on. You've got Democrat governors like Kathy Hochul screaming about it. You've got now 
uh, people who reserve rooms for the Army-Navy game in Massachusetts, they're losing their rooms because the migrants have to stay in those hotels. So thanks for your service. Thanks for your service to our country. Sorry, you can't stay at this hotel. You booked reservations to a long time ago for the Army-Navy game. You're out. You're done. You're out on the street. I told you the story of that 95-year-old veteran who's getting kicked out of his own nursing home because they got to make room for migrants there. Everybody sees this. Everybody knows this is going on. But the far left doesn't want this. They don't want it to change, I mean. They want this to happen. They're happy this is happening. Remember, they believe that America is a racist, oppressive, colonialist country that has to atone for its sins and its past. And so in order to do that, you have to let everybody who wants to come here, come here. They believe this. This is what they believe. So Biden says, uh, I, I don't have a choice here now. I, 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 have, to, I have to come out and do this. I, I, I have to do this. But So they're doing it. Because some Democrats and some other people have come out and said, you, you got to do something here. You have to do something. A handful of Democratic lawmakers and their allies in the press refused to judge Biden by a double standard. Representative Elon Omar denounced Biden's construction of Trump's xenophobic and racist wall. While prominent media outlets decried the continuation of Trump's xenophobic iteration of a border enforcement strategy begun about 30 years ago. In fact, as recently as last month, Biden's own government accountability office warned that border wall development had caused significant damage and destruction to the local environment and Native American cultural sites. It is a testament to the absolute urgency of the crisis at the border that the Biden White House has subordinated these powerful political incentives to the necessity of reducing the influx of migrants crossing into U.S. territory by every available means. So you have the ideologues in the Democrat Party, which is, which is most of them, and, and, and the lunatic fringe, and, and that, that's most of the party now. However, they also know that this border invasion is a political loser for them. And they're getting very, very worried that who's going to be the nominee for the Republicans? Right, the guy who ran on literally build a wall. The guy who literally ran on we're going to build a big, beautiful wall. That guy is going to be the nominee. And once again, the immigration crisis of illegal immigration at our southern border is absolutely going to be a top issue. So they're quietly now building the wall, acting like, I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. I have no choice to do it. Blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and they're saying all these things right now, even though they're trying to do something about it so that when the time comes, they can say, I don't know, we're doing something here. We're, 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 doing, we're doing something. <laughs> It's it's amazing. It really is amazing to me. You know, you, you, you think about it, right? Like, for example, National Review has a piece. GOP primary candidates agree. McCarthy's ouster was a distracting waste of time. Can we forget Kevin McCarthy finally? Like it's, it's over. The guy lost. He's done. He's out of a job. Like people lose their jobs. He's still a member of Congress. He's not going to be the speaker anymore. Ukraine funding is what's going to really is the real reason why people are upset by this, because most of the people that that believe in Ukraine funding also believe in Kevin McCarthy. There's a correlation there. But let's think about the, the crisis right now. Fifty thousand Venezuelans illegally crossed the U.S. border last month, shattering a previous record. Fifty thousand. You, 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 can, you can pretend that the Kevin McCarthy thing that lasted, what, 24 hours was a huge distraction from all of this. You can pretend that if you want to believe that. If you're in the pro-Ukraine war funding camp and you believe that Kevin McCarthy getting fired was the greatest uh, you know, threat to America. Good news. The story's now old. 
the bad news, though, is that the border story is still fresh. And no matter what attempts, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Now, in addition to this, crime is the other problem. Meatball, the infamous uh, meatball in Philadelphia, the, the, the social looter who was also showing herself on social media, that meatball who recorded herself. You heard Larry Krasner. We played you the clip yesterday. He's going to look at every single person on a case-by-case basis and determine whether or not some of the looters are actually law-abiding citizens. How can you be a law-abiding citizen and be a, and be a, a, a looter? How can you do that? How is that? How is that even possible? How does that even work? How does that work exactly? How does that work is my question. It doesn't work, of course. And the American people see through that too. You had, you had stores looted, stores an absolute disaster. And Krasner says, we're going to look at this on a case-by-case basis. People who may have been committing crimes will be addressed individually. We will look carefully to see if this is a one-off situation and hold them accountable one way. And possibly now that these people could be law-abiding citizens who just got caught up in things. You know, they just got caught up in things. No big deal. It's just what happens. You know what I mean? It just happens. So hell-bent they are in stopping Donald Trump right now. So hell-bent that he's in court right now. New York Attorney General Letitia James declaring the end to Donald Trump. This is what these Democrats want more than anything. The end of Donald Trump. Cut number seven. Mr. Trump's comments were offensive, they were baseless, they were void of any facts and or any evidence. What they were, were comments that unfortunately fomented violence, and comments that I would describe as race baiting, and comments unfortunately that appeals to the bottom of our humanity. I will not be bullied. And so Mr. Trump is no longer here, the Donald Trump show is over. Mm-hmm. The Donald Trump show is over. This is the New York attorney general who ran on this, who ran on this issue. That's what she wanted to do was to stop Donald Trump. So now the guy who's probably going to be the Republican nominee, most likely is going to be the Republican nominee. That guy who is the guy that ran on build the wall at a time when we have seen now in the last three years, what happens when the left wins, when the left wins, America loses and the left in this country has now decided that they're going to have open borders. But you do have Democrats who are elected officials who are saying this cannot continue because you can't keep sending these people to my states. We may have said we're sanctuary cities, but we didn't mean it. We didn't believe it. All right, please. So let's not pretend here for a second that we really mean those things. We just say those things. So you got to do something about it. But at the very same time, the open borders lunatic fringe, the same people, the Larry Krasners of the world, the AOCs of the world, Mayor Jim Kenney, we are sanctuary city. Yeah, all those people. Deep down in their hearts, oh, they, they, do, they do want this because it's the destruction of America. It's what they want. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Uh, you'll like this clip here, uh, Matt DeSantis. This is Senator Mark Wayne Mullen of Ohio. Did not, does not like Matt Gates very much. And uh, apparently Matt Gates bragged about how he was able to go all night. <laughs> You know what cut number this? I know I have it on here. I just don't know. What yes, number cut is. number five. Thank you. You got to think about this guy. Um, this is a guy that didn't have that. The media didn't give a time of day to after he was accused of sleeping with an underage girl. And there's a reason why no one 
and the conference came and defended him because we had all seen the videos he was showing on the house floor that all of us had walked away of the girls that he had slept with. He'd brag about how he would uh, crush ED medicine and, and, and chase it with, um, with an energy drink so he could go all night. This is obviously before you got married. And so when that accusation came out, no one defended him, and then no one on the media would give him a time of the day. All of a sudden, he found fame because he opposed the Speaker of the House back in November, and he's always stayed there. And he's not, he was never going to leave until he got this last moment of fame by saying, by, by going after a motion to vacate. I don't think ED meds keep you up all night. It's not like Adderall, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, again, I've never used them, I've, so I have no idea. But I do use a lot of energy drinks. But, 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 but I don't think ED and energy drinks gets you to go all night, you know? <laughs> well, unsurprisingly, Matt Gates did say that um, Mullen was lying and that he's actually never spoken more than 20 words to Mullen ever. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to try it tonight. (laughs) The Matt Gates diet. Average Thursday at the Zioli household. (laughs) Well, I do have that listener dinner tonight, so maybe after Uh, the dinner. Yeah, yeah, save it for later. Yeah, that could be awkward. Actually, you know what I'm doing after the dinner tonight? Me and some friends are going to see The Exorcist Believer. Oh, yeah, you got to let me know how that is. It looks good. I think it looks Uh, terrible. The reviews are not good. Oh, Uh really? Ugh. Mm. Not good. I, I rewatched the original Exorcist the other night. It's just absolutely one of the best. You know, my Marvel advisor, Brian Glass, who's a great guy, every Halloween, every weekend, he just shows horror movies. And he always invites me. It's just very hard for me to get away with the kids and everything. But um, I saw, you know, he had his list and the top horror movies and Exorcist is on there, the original. And the original is, I mean, it, I mean, that movie is amazing. It's wonderful. But the sequels afterward have been a mess. Like Exorcist 2, The Heretic, I think it has like a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Exorcist 3 with George C. Scott is actually a really good movie, I think. The others are all garbage. And now this one, I think at the moment, is at a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. It just went down. As you were talking, down? It's down? 21% now. 21%? Yeah. That's not good. Is that now, you know what the problem? What's critics. that? Audience they haven't allowed to post yet. Yeah, uh, because the audience is going to probably kill it. Yeah. <laughs> The problem is, and we've talked about this before on the show, the problem is Hollywood has no original ideas anymore, so they're just recycling things. It's funny because Opelka's got uh, Dinesh on tonight to talk about his movie Police State. My one friend texted me and said, can't we just go see Police State instead of Exorcist? I said, sure, but I don't, I don't know if it's playing in our area at this point. Yeah. So, oh, man, these ratings really are terrible. I no, the, the reviews are awful. The only reason I would hold out hope is that Typically, the reviewers are pretty critical of horror films in general, but I mean, 21%, that, that's, that's just Yeah, hor- yeah I hate critics, so I'm not too worried about it, but I'm also worried about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the original Exorcist is at 78%. and That's that, ridiculous. That's that movie should be 100%, hard. easily 100%. That's a great horror film. Yeah, that movie is perfect. I mean, that movie is, is a perfect movie. I think the only horror film that is better is Rosemary's Baby. If Rosemary's Baby, Silence of the Lambs. I mean, I think the I think and the Omen. I think are the top the top ones. I rewatched the Omen um, the other day, and it wasn't as good the second time around. Wait, the original with Gregory Peck? Yeah, 
He's Gregory Peck is amazing in it, but once you know that ending, I, I don't know. The first time I watched it, I thought it was amazing, and it was arguably my favorite horror film. But I, I think the ending had a, or played a big role in it. And Wait, now that spoiler I, alert: He's the devil, right? He's the devil's kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. But wow, thanks. Now that I, I know the ending, well, the, the the ending is obvious. The big ending is in the church. I won't give it away because I know Henry wants to see it, and I don't know who who's listening that has it. Uh, uh, hasn't watched it yet, but the movie's a- four hundred years old. <laughs> okay. If you haven't seen it's it by Halloween, now, come on! Though. Yeah, it's Halloween time. People are are making their way through these. I am. Oh, I'm literally doing that right enough. now. I'm doing that right now. I'm saving but all those good ones for the end. Without the without spoiling it, there's a big scene in a church at the end, and I thought the ending the first time I saw it was amazing. Second time I saw it after already knowing what's going to happen, I didn't find it quite as compelling. Interesting. Interesting. The Exorcist is great every time I watch it. So is Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, you know, like they list Jaws as a horror film. I don't consider Jaws to be a horror film. Seems like an action film Uh, to me. I mean, it's it's one of the greatest movies ever made, period. But I don't look at it as a horror movie. It's like I shouldn't say action film. More like a, a maybe a summer blockbuster type thing. It's a thriller for sure. Yeah, thriller. Yeah, I'd say it's a thriller, definitely. Yeah, there's a difference between you know a good thriller and a scary movie, like a horror movie where they're jump scaring you. I know that they've made 400 sequels, but the original Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween, 1978, was outstanding. <laughs> is it? No, I've it was that the original is outstanding. I've that, seen you. You have you've seen that one, right? No, I I legit haven't seen like any of these big. Uh, horror movies from like the 70s and 80s. I have like a, a big list I'm going through right now and I'm saving, yeah, like Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, like all those like kind of classic ones for towards Halloween more. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm making my way through it right now. So I, I haven't seen, yeah, yeah, none of these. I'll tell you what's a really good movie to watch. In my opinion, my, again, my opinion, and this may be a little biased because it was filmed in New Jersey, but I really do believe the the original Friday the 13th which has Kevin Bacon in it, of yeah. course, is a great movie. Okay, well that's the on my original. List. Not, not. I know that again. They made you know seventy five sequels, spinoffs. You know, right. Freddy vs. Jason. I think they were on roller skates in space or something like that. But <laughs> I'd watch that one. Yeah, and I also I got to go old school again a little bit and say I think Nightmare on Elm Street's fantastic. Uh, no, they're both on my list. I'll 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 determine what what we got here. Did you ever see The Conjuring? Yeah, The Conjuring's good. I like I those think, kind of movies. I think yeah, that's, that's right up there, uh, you know, in my top five all-time favorite horror films. That's a very good movie. The number one movie of all time considered, the number one horror movie of all time to this day is still considered to be Psycho. The original Alfred Hitchcock Psycho, not the remake with Vince Vaughn, which again, is something I scratch my head about. Like, at what point did anybody think that Vince Vaughn, right, <laughs> should do a remake of, 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 of Psycho, a play-by-play Psycho? The other movie that I think is terrifying to me to this day is Misery, hmm. which features James Caan, who's, a, who's an author, and he gets into a car accident, and his number one fan you know, ties him to the bed, and, and it, it's, it terrifies me, because if you've ever had a stalker in life, uh, you know, being a semi-celebrity, you know what that, that feels like. It could be very terrifying to you. Kathy Bates so, is in that film. Kathy correct? Bates, and yeah. she's phenomenal in that. She's great. But there are a lot of old-school horror movies, like old-school. I'm talking like The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. I'm talking about Nosferatu. Like old-school movies that people don't ever talk about. And there was a whole monster movie era in America that was really, really big. But I'm going to go with... I'm going to also go with, and I've said this before, I think one of the scariest movies I've ever seen personally, I think, is The Thing, 
the remake of the thing, not the remake of the remake of the thing, but the one that was made with Kurt, uh, what's his name in it? Um, Goldie Hawn's uh, uh, husband, Kurt Russell. Fantastic movie. Oh, so, the Carpenter movie. Yeah, John Carpenter yeah. again. I mean, John Carpenter yeah. did great stuff. I, I will say, I say this every time that movie comes up, uh, the dog in that, best yes. acting I've ever seen. Best acting yeah. I've ever seen. The dog did a great job. You know why the dog was high on cocaine? <laughs> Just like cocaine White House dogs. Oh, he's very composed for being high. <laughs> These dogs, I'm telling you, the way they can do it, you know? Now, here's a question, though, and this is a very, very important question that I need to ask, which is, what's the greatest vampire movie of all time? And don't tell me Nancy Pelosi's uh, wedding video. (laughs) (laughs) I would have if I was clever enough to think of that. There's a, you know, they've made, they've made a lot of Dracula movies over the years. They've made a lot of vampire movies over the years. Um, You could go Lost Boys. You could go... Uh, the Bram Stoker's Dracula, which features, of course, Anthony Hopkins in there. I might watch that tonight. It's fantastic. Yeah. I think it's a great movie. I really do. Um, Spellbinder was a good horror movie, my buddy said. I haven't seen that one. But if you want to see a, a good vampire movie, too. But then The Exorcist is only ranks as number 126 of all time. See, I don't get that. That's, That's a great movie. In films or horror films? In horror films. Oh, and what? The Omens at 130. <laughs> what? I'd like to see what's yeah. in front of that. Who compiled this Yeah, where's this list? I'm on Rotten Tomatoes of the number one movies, like horror movies. They got Psycho as number one. I'll just give you the top five real quick. Psycho is number one. They have Get Out as number two. Get Out's a very good movie. It's definitely not one of the top horror movies ever made. Uh, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari from 1919. The first true horror film. Us is number four. Jordan Peele. Again, it's a good movie, but come on. It's not, you know. They're more thrillers. Yeah, and Alien in 1979. Alien is a phenomenal movie, but in my opinion, that's science fiction. That's not horror. The Shining should be on there, too, I would think. They have King Kong from 1933. King Kong's not a horror movie. (laughs) The Blair Witch Project is another good one that we haven't mentioned. Ooh, Night of the Hunter with Robert Mitchum. Night of the Hunter, 1955, Robert Mitchum. He plays a serial killer. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. A child hunting preacher. I put that on my list. Boom, done. Doing that. I'm looking at Rolling Stone's list right now. Oh, F Rolling Stone. Don't even give them the time of day, please. It's all made up. All the movies are fake. It's all made up. I needed an alternative to your list. Theirs is not much better. They have The Ring at number three. Psycho at number not, not, two. Not Ringu, The Ring. The Ring. Like the American yeah. version. My, yeah. uh, my other friend who was actually is coming with me to... My other friend who's coming to watch The Exorcist tonight with me said, you have to watch the comedy vampire series called What We Do in the Shadows. I watched the first which, two seasons of that. That's a funny show. Is it? I yeah. want to see that. No, it's very, yeah, very dry. It's a it's a mockumentary like The Office or uh, uh, Parks and Rec. It's that type of vibe. Let's see. We got uh, Underworld. Road Warriors saying Underworld. I don't know that one. Um, Mike Carr says, I watched Psycho again this weekend. I'm not a big fan of old movies, but that movie grips me from beginning to end. Uh, Dan says, Serpent and Rainbow and Prince of Darkness were great horror films. Baby, It's Gold Outside says, Phantasm is the scariest movie I ever saw. I haven't seen that one. Uh, Johnny Land's The Changeling with George C. Scott. Yes, that's very good. Pet Cemetery, the original, also very good. Um, Old Man Dudley wants to know if John's is the big summer blockbuster in Philly. Very good. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, Sid says Abraham Lincoln vampire killer is a great 
He's kidding, right? It's not a very so. good movie. It's a fun movie. Uh, how do we feel about Hereditary? I actually just pulled that up. I loved that movie. That movie's phenomenal. I see. I haven't seen that one. I got to oh, put that on the list. That is that is a hundred percent must watch. You know what I need to do? I need to get my buddy Brian Glass on my Marvel advisor and do a segment about horror movies because I actually really I, I love this time of year. It's fun, especially when you're when you have young kids. I mean, my kids get all into Halloween. They love the trick or treating. Claire's going as a rainbow unicorn. This is not a like not a pride thing, right? She just loves unicorns and a rainbow unicorn, not just a unicorn. Uh, Patrick, I think, might be doing some Minecraft costume again this year. Reagan's going as whatever we have left. You know what I mean? Like, whatever old costume, put this on and wear it, you know? Yeah. But the kids get so into this. And I and I still like, I, I still think that the um, Charlie, the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown ranks as one of the best kid Halloween movies to watch. I got a rock. I got a rock. <laughs> and also, how do we feel about... Um, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Do we rank that as a Halloween movie or as a Christmas movie? I just don't like it generally. You don't? No. I'm just never a fan of it. I, I don't get the hype. I guess it's more of a Christmas movie. It's got Christmas in the title. Yeah, it's like Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Rosemary's Baby. That was good. It's a great one. That might be, Rosemary's I think that's Baby. My favorite. Watched that the other week for the first time. Very good movie. But I kid you not, when we started watching the, the Exorcist the other night, and Bridget watched it for five minutes, she said, "This is hitting too close to home," and had to leave because it's Reagan is the girl's name, and she it, when she's possessed, she acts just like my daughter Reagan. <laughs> so Bridget said, "This is hitting too close to home. I I got to leave the room." So I had to watch it by myself. So there you go. All right. Uh, well, speaking of uh, of craziness that's going on in the world around us, uh, let's not forget the ultimate horror show of Hunter Biden. I'll tell you what Catherine Herridge had to say about Hunter Biden. She's still covering the story for us, which is fantastic, I think. And yes, uh, student loan repayments are coming to a uh, a college near you. Once again, the Biden the Biden left is trying to buy off people with student loan debt forgiveness. I'll tell about that too a lot going on here a lot going on so don't go away why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why? a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Interesting tidbit, though, from my friend from Haddonfield, New Jersey, Deborah Hill from the movie Halloween is from Haddonfield, New Jersey, which is why Halloween takes place in Haddonfield, Illinois. Look at that. The things you know. Uh, all right. So I got to get out of here a little bit before six. I got to go to this dinner tonight with uh, some of our wonderful Zioli Army members who gave money to the Travis Madden Foundation. And this is the night to, for me to fulfill my obligation to have dinner. So Michael Pelk is going to be here, Stump Brain. He's already uh, angry, apparently, about some of my movie choices. So we're, we're so he can he can tell you his own choices. But he has Dinesh D'Souza coming on about his movie Police State, which is which is which is great. So uh, that's very very exciting we can talk more about horror movies the whole rest of october i promise i love I, I love this i could do a whole show on it but i do have other things to get to before i leave including hunter biden and um and don't forget you know the the white house cocaine dogs which is my ultimate movie commander is now gone from the white house they have kicked him out the booted him out of the white house not fair to hunter to uh, to um uh, commander because he had hunter's cocaine which is why he was biting everybody which is why cocaine white house dogs is going to be a major major hit not a horror movie though by the way not a horror movie here is cbs's katherine herridge talking about hunter biden she takes a look at uh, some of the documents that were released by house republican investigators and again this is not making news i give her tremendous credit i really do she's at cbs she gets she deserves great credit for still covering the story and not letting it go cut one the Republican-led House Ways and Means Committee has released hundreds of new documents from the Hunter Biden investigation, and I want to walk you through Exhibit 202 and 203. Exhibit 202 is an email from August of 2020. It was sent by Prosecutor Leslie Wolf to senior FBI and IRS investigators who are drafting a search warrant. Wolf tells them to keep the scope narrow and limited to potential violations of foreign lobbying laws or FARA and to remove references to political figure one. So who is political figure one? Well, that's explained in exhibit 203. It's heavily redacted, but this is the draft warrant and it lists political figure one as former Vice President Joe Biden. The IRS whistleblowers have alleged that they were blocked from following evidence that may have led to President Biden. We reached out to Special Counsel David Weiss and the Justice Department, who declined to comment. Weiss says he's working independently from the Justice Department. President Biden and Hunter Biden have denied any wrongdoing in the case.
Sorry about that. I, there's a prime minister from Britain. A little common sense for us. You, the UK prime minister, Rishi Sunak. Uh, amazing how this guy is actually saying something. I had a conversation today with somebody who's a psychologist, a friend of mine. Uh, we were talking about the issue of transgenderism. I said, you know, the problem right now is that we have um, this issue of pretending that truth is no longer relevant. You know, I'm, I'm a man. I'll always be a man. I, I can I can choose to live my life as a woman, I guess, if I so choose that. But it doesn't make me a woman. Just like if I choose to live my life as Batman, I'm going to be a dude in hockey pants. I'm not actually going to be Batman. But, you know, I, to, to argue that water is actually dry and not wet to make somebody feel good is is wrong for society it's bad for science it's bad for everything it's bad for logic but we're at a point right now where people have to knowingly lie and say what is the opposite of truth in order to placate people's feelings and a very very radical agenda that's put out there this is uh the prime uk prime minister rishi sunak who just made a major about face on transgender issues during the Conservative Party annual conference. Cut number eight. And it also shouldn't be controversial for parents to know what their children are being taught in school about relationships. Patients should know when hospitals are talking about men or women. And we shouldn't get bullied. And we shouldn't get bullied into believing that people can be any sex they want to be. They can't. A man is a man and a woman is a woman. That's just common sense. Yeah, it's just common sense. Isn't that something? I mean, imagine that. Just, just, just that, that little point right there. But again, part of what the left wants to do is they want to destroy truth. And they want to control what truth is. I mean, truth is universal. Just like rights are universal i mean our rights don't come from our government you know we don't believe that as conservatives and libertarians we don't believe that but the left wants everybody to believe they determine what is information and what is misinformation so if you can destroy the construct of truth then you can then tell people that five plus five is actually 12 and and by the way it might be i'm not a math guy but you get my point i mean this is what orwell warned about too but this is the ultimate goal right if you can if you can destroy the pillars of truth and then make everybody believe something that is wrong then you can get control of the people and you can you can then make them do what you want them to do and this is part of it but first you have to get people to completely abandon what we know to be true and in order to do that you also have to harass people like jack phillips i remember years ago i flew out to denver to show my support for the baker in colorado masterpiece cake shop this poor guy once again back in court this time the colorado supreme court and it's seven justices are going to hear the case of Christian Baker, Jack Phillips, over his refusal to make gender transition cakes. Quick fun fact for you. Jack Phillips will not make Halloween cakes. He would not enjoy the conversation about horror movies. He doesn't like them. He's not a Halloween guy. He finds it to be sacrilegious. He doesn't do Halloween cakes. Now, you could argue it's a little bit strict. But if you go in there and you say, hey, I'd like a Halloween cake with witches and goblins, and he, he won't do it. He, won't, he just he will not do it. It violates his religious beliefs. 
He also won't make a gay cake. I don't know that cakes can be gay, but you, you know, for a gay wedding or, but now the new thing is now you have these people who've come up to him. Three, three LGBTQ plus plus IA, every letter of the alphabet related lawsuits. One of which was prompted by his refusal to bake a wedding cake for a same sex couple in 2012. That is still something six years later that he finally won before the Supreme Court, but. It's not over. His dispute over the transgender-themed cake remains. Plaintiff's Autumn Scardina tried to order a pink cake with blue frosting to honor Scardinia's gender transition on the very same day in 2017 that the U.S. Supreme Court announced it would hear Phillips' appeal in the wedding cake case. And then Scardina sued. And remember, you know, they did this on purpose. I mean, they, they could have gone to any bakery, and there's all these bakeries out there that will bake you any cake you want. But they want to bust this guy's chops. They want to go after Jack Phillips. It's by design that they go after Jack Phillips. So they go to him and they say, hey, you got to make this transgender cake. And he says, no, I'm sorry, it violates my religious beliefs. And since the left has no respect for religious beliefs, and the left has no respect for dissent, either you do what they want, you believe what they think, or you're, you're kicked off the island, and they will crush you. I mean, they will crush you. Not just kick you off the island, they'll, 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 they'll destroy you if you don't succumb to their ideology, if you don't believe what they want you to believe. So, and so they, are, they are targeting Jack Phillips again. The good news, though, is that he's got a legal precedent helping him. That is the Supreme Court case 303 Creative LLC, which disregarded the same law. In June this year, the Supreme Court decided that Lori Smith, a Christian web designer also based in Colorado, could not be forced to create a wedding website for a same-sex couple that would violate her deeply held religious beliefs. So you have to understand something. This is not about public accommodation. This isn't somebody walks in the store and you know an alarm goes off and, oh, you're gay. They're, they don't let you buy cupcakes. This is about creating something. In the case of Jack Phillips, he's an artist. His, his art is a cake. In the case of Elena, uh, Elena Smith, Lori Smith, she's an artist. She creates websites. She creates wedding invitations. She's an artist. She takes her hands and creates something out of nothing. And the court cannot compel speech. That's the issue of this. The court can't compel you to say something you don't believe. The government cannot compel you to say something you do not believe. Free speech is for everyone. As the U.S. Supreme Court held in 303 Creative, the government can't force artists to express messages they don't believe. Because the attorney asked Jack to create a custom cake that would celebrate and symbolize a transition from male to female, the requested cake is speech under the First Amendment. The Colorado Supreme Court should apply 303 Creative to reverse the appeals court's decision punishing, punishing Jack. You don't need to agree with Jack's views to agree that Americans shouldn't be compelled to express what they don't believe. And he's right. And there's a, and there's a great example of this. It's a local story, actually. Happened up in Phillipsburg, New Jersey, many years ago. Not that many, but it was a shop right. And this guy who uh, named his kid Adolf Hitler went to the ShopRite and wanted a birthday cake that said, happy birthday, Adolf Hitler. And the ShopRite said, no, we're not baking this cake. We're not doing this. Nobody had a problem with that. Nobody had a problem with that. I didn't have a problem with that. I said, ShopRite's a private bakery. They can decide whatever message. They, they, don't, they don't feel comfortable making that message. No problem. But you see, the left can't respect that. The left can't respect that. So if Jack Phillips was asked to make a cake that said, happy birthday, Adolf Hitler, he would say no as well. 
He won't make a cake with ghouls and, ghouls and goblins on it. I'm not going to sue the guy. I'm not going to go in there and say, hey, you want make me my Halloween cake or I'm going to sue you. I want a Halloween cake and if you don't make it, I'm suing you. But that's because I'm a tolerant person. See, when the left talks about diversity, they're full of it. It's it, There's no diversity of thought allowed on the left. The left is, they are the most intolerant people on the planet. And they will burn his bakery down, metaphorically, of course, burn it down because he does not agree with them. And instead of them just going to get a different cake made at someplace else and respecting his rights, they will argue that he has to do be compelled to create something he doesn't like. And the examples that I've given you over the years, and there's lots of them, what if you asked an artist who's Jewish to paint a portrait of Adolf Hitler? Should that artist be compelled to do it? I would hope not. What if you compelled a black artist to paint a, uh, a picture of, uh, of a KKK guy? Or, uh, or Woodrow Wilson, who loved the Klan? Or Joe Biden, who palled around with Seggies. And, 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 the, and the black artist said, no, I'm not doing that. It's offensive to me. But you see, the left doesn't think that way. The, le- the left doesn't think that way because if that happened in that case, then they'd be up and down screaming and screaming and yelling racism and they pick and choose. They're never consistent. They're never, ever consistent. So Jack Phillips once again has to deal with this fight. And it's not fair. It's really not fair. He's a good guy. He just wants to be left alone. Leave me. He'll sell anybody anything they want when they come into his doors. He doesn't discriminate against anybody. This is about compelled speech. The government forcing a person to express messages that they disagree with. What if you went to a lefty baker and said, I want you to make a cake that says Donald Trump won? And the lefty baker says, no, I'm not doing that. That's election uh, denialism. I refuse to make that cake. I would respect that baker's right to say no. These people are such frauds. All right, listen, Michael Pelka is going to take over for me as I head to this dinner. He's got Dinesh D'Souza coming on about the movie Police State. Very exciting. I'll be back with you tomorrow, of course. In the meantime, NJ Diet's going to help you lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days time. NJDiet.com or call them at 855-5NJ-DIET. 855-5NJ-DIET or NJDiet.com. You will lose the weight for good, guaranteed. You see, it works with your biochemistry, your unique biochemistry. No shots, no hormones, no prepackaged foods, none of that stuff. It's just real weight loss that actually works contractually guaranteed. And there's centers nearby in King of Prussia, Cherry Hill, and Newark, Delaware. Or live online anytime with live online video consultations at njdiet.com. You can do this. You can do this. You can lose the weight and you can feel great just in time for the holidays when everybody is bulking up again. Do it today. njdiet.com and lose the weight for good. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.